Hi everyone. I hope you, that you can join us today. We have an excellent radio show uh, addressing shame and guilt. I think something that a lot of us encounter in life as no one is exempt to hardship. And so we will start with a little prayer as we always do. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you will renew the face of this earth. O God, you taught the hearts of your faithful by the gift of the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit, grant that by the same gift of the Spirit, we may be truly wise and always rejoice in his consolation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And today is a beautiful sunny day in Miami, Florida. Another amazing day in God's great creation. We're happy to be his children and share part of this beautiful world and be there for one another. How wonderful our Father is that he gave us each other. And Bobby would say hello. I mean, my producer, that is, if he wasn't very busy trying to figure something out right now. Yeah, we're trying to get to the radio station. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You know, with that pickpocket, he's always making technical issues last minute. But it's okay. We trust God. Every fear of being loved for who you are, no matter what. When you're stumbling with each step and you're haunted by regret. When the darkness closes in, just listen. You're beautifully Cure with Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host Amy Cabo with my amazing partner Boris. Well, I'm still amazing, baby. Always thanks to God. <laughs> our show is available live on your radio, also live through our app, The Cure, on any smartphone, throughout social media, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. We broadcast live from Miami through satellite, available in traditional radio, and Sirius XM, channel 131, 
the next day, soon after any podcast player. We are now reaching approximately 7 million people monthly in Facebook alone. So thank you to our social media followers and mostly thank you, God. This show was created to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. We provide testimonials to let them know that we are not alone. And in this show, the testimony started with me. We also have experts and inspirational speakers to help out. God was the only cure for me. And we hope that we can be there for each other. Life is challenging, but know this, there is a God who is omnipotent, happens to be our Father, and loves us dearly. So there's always hope. And that amazing song was beautifully broken by Plum. And this is the message I receive. As I see God in most things these days, and mostly also including music. So to perform well, horses are broken in by its master. God has a way of making beauty out of disaster. A faithful protector, protector, evil plans haven't succeeded. Lost until we realized God was all that we needed. In God's arms all along, born to withstand the fire. Scars made us whole, and God our greatest desire. Though darkness may set in, he lifts our spirit high. Promises that last, like signs appearing in the sky. Slowly growing, we may fall and sometimes stumble. God made life secure, our world will never crumble. Born to love Christ, it's who we are to God's delight. Those seeking his face had nothing ever feel so right. To Jesus, Savior and Refuge, we give all our heart. Forever his, our Father, truly loved from the start. Could not have it better, such a merciful Creator. Glory to God, Redeemer, our King and Vindicator. Today we will be talking about guilt and shame. We have a special guest, Lois Hollis. Lois Hollis is an RN, a BSN, a rev and a reverend. She shifts our opinion on one of the most forbidden subjects, shame and guilt. Depression, anxiety, and 30 years of migraine headaches and pain were Lois's life until she learned the dangers of shame guilt. Not necessarily shame and guilt. She shares her 15 years experience as a shame guilt educator, counselor, filmmaker to offer health and spiritual maturity. <laughs> Lois? <laughs> Are you laughing? Welcome to The Cure. So glad to have you with us. If only you were sitting 
at your desk. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, maybe she's on the phone. Louise, do you hear us? Well, I'm here. Oh, great. Oh, she is. We just don't see her. Okay. You okay. Can, it's, I have a video on YouTube. That's why we're laughing because the video is empty. It's, <laughs> it's disappearing Louis or it's transparent okay. Louis, but never fear. What she is I? here I in our ear. Okay. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> okay. Lois, um, let's start with, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Your career seems pretty amazing, helping others for so many years. And how did it come about? Okay, I'm 78 years young, and I rollerblade. So oh. <laughs> I can talk for hours. But Well, we only have one. I'm going to give you the, <laughs> we were going to give you the short version. Good. I, as my intro talks about, that I had severe problems because of a traumatic childhood. My neck was broken, and I had many skeletal injuries from the abuse. However, I was gifted with a near-death experience. That changed your God life. Sent me back. Wow. wow. But God sent me back with a couple angels. Nice. I didn't know they were angels because I was only four or five years old. Wow. I just had people that talked to me and I talked to them. And I thought that was normal. However, um. when I was in my 50s, all the horrible physical problems start crushing down on me and I became very depressed. I did not remember the near-death experience until that time when I felt different information that I could access. Was this near-death experience uh, due to your abuse? Yeah, my neck was broken. C1, C2, and C3 were broken, and people die with that. Oh, somebody broke your neck. Uh, yes, out of wow. um, spite and abuse. Sorry to hear that. And... As you know, if you break C1 and C2, you have a lot of skeletal problems later on, if you even live. Yes. Well, God sent me back, <laughs> and I was lucky enough to keep going. However, I incurred a lot of guilt and shame because I was dyslexic, and I had speech impediments because of the injuries of breaking your neck. So... I tap danced. I felt like tap dancing, and I think the tap dancing of all the movement helped my right and left brain coordinate better, and to my surprise, I was accepted into the University of Pennsylvania, an Ivy League school. I said, wow. oh my goodness, I must be smart. Yeah, I was surprised, like nice. you, like, oh, really? So, <laughs> well, it looks anyway, like that helped so you compensate. <laughs> well, I just knew answers. It was very interesting. I did read, but it was hard for me to read because of all the Erin syndrome and my eyes didn't coordinate properly because of all the brain traumas. Wow. So, but I could take a test and I would always know the answer. I just thought everybody, I mean, of course I studied, but I just knew some things. Wow. But I just took that as normal everyday things. Like everybody knows that. Well, you yeah. were receiving help so anyway, from upstairs, my, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> of course, of course. So in my fifth, and the reason I talk about that is because people say, Lois, nobody says that shame, guilt, is an energy and not an emotion, so how do you know that? 
I said, because it's the truth. And that's how I healed myself. There you go. And so that's what I give to people today is the unbidden information that works. And I became, okay, I needed to do the, you know, physical conditions. I had an incredible chiropractor, a healer person putting my bones back together. I had to eat the right nutrition. I had to juice vegetables. Yes, I do in all the things that you're doing with helping your patients get well. However, you got to add the secret ingredient. you got to get rid of shame, guilt, energy. Right. And shame, guilt, energy is just like a computer virus that affects your computer. We are a computer, Amy, right? We have ley lines. We have energy lines. We are an energy system. And when a bad energy comes into us, it, everything gets affected, and that's what I need to explain to people. We can't use shame or guilt, and I can teach you how not to do that. Right, the because... The thing is, you have to remember that shame and guilt both are bad. People say, oh, guilt is good because we got to get moral, and shame, well, it's maybe not bad, not bad for you, but we still use it because how can I control people? I shame them and make them do what I want them to do it. And that's the control that we have in our culture. Right, and it seems to be pretty common, which is what we'll talk about when we return. Of course if it's it, common. And why is it common, and how is it common? Guilt and shame, you mean? Yes. Great. Stay with us. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. This thought in my flesh. It's the only thing I got left And it's so hard to confess When everybody thinks you're perfect But I cry for you If you feel it too And I cry Take it away, I beg you, take it all away The pain it causes, it makes me wish I could fade away If they knew what you knew, they probably shun me I'm surprised you know it all and you love me I know I'll break your heart, body of death Give me rest if my heart stops then it don't hurt no more, can't get worse no more Can't pursue all these desires, it ain't curse no more No more lies about my worth no more I understand the thoughts of suicide that do reside But when I stop and think about my family, I feel new inside I promise I would die a thousand deaths for I cause them any pain But somehow I end up killing everything I cry for you, if you feel it dark, twisted, heart-wrenching Hate to see your own reflection, praying for an intervention Feeling guilt and feeling shame, I just call on Jesus' name Praying daily, can you take away this pain? Take the thorn away, still it remains I feel the same, I know that I'm here, but Tom would love to see me give up and throw up my hands He say I'm guilty, but you say I'm clean I could never be everything that you want to see But crooked sticks draw straight lines, just look at me But crooked sticks draw straight lines, just look at me So hard to confess 
Everybody thinks you're perfect But I cry for you If you're feeling too And I cry for you If it's so hard to lose Elephants in a room and now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. That was Amy, and, and remember that you can listen to the radio show live through our app The Cure with Amy Cabo, or the podcast. Just look for God is The Cure on any podcast pop. That lovely song was Cry For You by like Lacrae. Every rose has thorns also known as our daily cross. Our Lord has us in check, the big elephant at a loss. From evil comes all negativity, thoughts, and actions, fear and lies trying to provoke unholy reactions. We cry to God. He feels the pain of our weak flesh. Seek Him if losing hope from a wound that's fresh. Before it's gone, take care of all we appreciate. Focus on blessings, pray our souls won't deviate. Sick or dead, his will be done, unique joy of my heart. Never to separate from God's love, let's do our part. Knows our worth, remove guilt that we did confess. Clean the slate, restored faith, turned our success. Aiming for virtue, patience, kindness, and self-control. Wisdom in the forefront satisfies our longing soul. Our Redeemer lives, despite flesh, God's all we see. Greater than darkness is the Christ living in me. We are discussing guilt and shame with Lewis Hollis, author of Now is the Times. And Psalm 34, 5, it says, Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. Lois, why do people suffer in, in silence, shame and guilt? I know pain. I know what it's like to be there. And I know that from personal experience, I did not want to bring anyone down with me. Why do you suppose most people stay quiet about it? Okay, I will tell you one secret. Please. Shame, guilt. I call it shame, guilt because it's together. Shame potentiates guilt, and guilt makes more shame. So we're in a vicious cycle. Shame, guilt only has one flaw. It dissolves in detection. Isn't that interesting? Can you expand? No. Okay. It's no. interesting. So it goes hand in hand. I mean, shame comes from the things that happen in life. And also the environment plays a role. People don't realize that they, they fall into the stigma of an abused person or 
if you've had a troubled past and the way that they treat you good or bad makes you feel different makes you feel broken and when they think that what you're saying is not of any importance because you may not know any better because they have this idea of you that you may be broken then the self-loathing starts setting in and when the self-loathing starts setting in then you're ashamed of who you are and you feel guilty for not being good yeah. enough and and I want to talk about a solution to that instead of feeling guilty or shameful change your mindset and say I feel regret that something happened feel regret well I like to see it in this way how about it's a trophy it's something under your belt it's something that you've survived that didn't kill you therefore it made you stronger and the more that you survive the stronger and the more able you are because the one thing that wasn't audible, I regret that I put my money in um, yeah. a different account and it went bad or yeah. I work I regret that I put my money in the stock market on that stock and now I lost money well you know what rather than feeling shameful or guilty about it because that leaves you down to the hole what was an audible regret and remorse leads you to hope and solutions what was so an instead of <laughs> I'm sorry instead of feeling the guilt it would be wise to use the words regret and remorse okay what wasn't audible in that song was Satan would love to see me give up. And you know, every cause, has, every effect has a cause. And all this is derived from evil. He instigated these people or these circumstances or influenced these situations to happen. I personally like to say there's nothing in life that I regret because all my good and bad experiences I appreciate it's made me who I am it's made me who I am today it's helped me learn how to grow how to be a better person how to be more compassionate and more understanding when others have gone through the same thing or that others may feel lost and may feel uncertain and also how we can survive it and rise above it but just changing our perception knowing that God has a different plan for us that God loves us that suffering is a part of life and that the enemy actually attacks those that have a purpose or have the biggest potential for which they usually suffer the most because he wants to stop them before their gifts yeah. ever even come to fruition we'll be right back and continue talking about this when we return we will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. And I can count a million times People ask you can praise you With all that I've gone through The question just amazes me Can circumstances possibly Change who I forever am in you
now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back. This is Amy, and thanks for being with us. We are live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, the podcast, The Cure, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. All shows are available also as a video podcast. Just look for God is the Cure with Amy Cabo or type in God is the Cure and the podcast will show up. That song was Bring the Rain by Mercy Me. Apart from you, Jesus Christ, there is nothing good. Survived storms, by his grace, much we understood. Omnipotent, all-knowing, trusting everything you do. Comfort turned resilience by your word got us through. God's good, what happens has, a, has purpose, his law rules. Great to be on his side, awoken and no longer fools. Cleansing and protecting amid chaos, Christ is there. Defends the faith, fights for the just and most fair. Peaceful and loving his ways, still time to be saved. Call on his name and let go of what keeps us enslaved. Days of joy and peace, though life comes with pain. No love or shelter like God's, we don't mind the rain. For his glory anchored our souls full of hope so we endure. What's to come for our sanctity, only he knows the cure. A fearless spirit, his power and sound mind we are given. Mercy so great, nothing we've done will not be forgiven. We are discussing guilt and shame with Lewis Hollis, author of I Am Good film. Lois, you say something very interesting. If you could just tell us a little bit more about it, that shame and guilt are not ours to own or to give. Can you elaborate? Yes, shame, shame, guilt doesn't belong to us. It's a foreign energy put upon us. And in order, if people are more interested in why shame and guilt is not to be used, the first two episodes of the new film, IamGoodFilm.com, two letters, I, I and an M, goodfilm.com you can understand why my perception of shame guilt is different than what's currently out there because today we are bombarded by our culture the pope the priest the your friends your parents you can't blame anybody the only thing we can blame is the shame guilt energy and the more we know about the shame guilt energy the more we can avoid it the problem is that shame guilt aggravates inside of us and we need to find the places that we accepted it and release it and that's what I help people to do. I believe it's detrimental to our soul to feel shame and guilt. Of course it is. Concern maybe. It puts a black concern maybe but shame and guilt it, it can lead to... It puts a... Go ahead, I'm sorry. It leads to everything. Every, 
it leads to every negative feeling. It's like a black cloud that's placed upon our soul, and it stops our communication with God. It's like God's talking on his cell phone, and we're talking on our cell phone, and shame, guilt, is the static on the line. Yes. So once we get rid of the shame, guilt energy, then we can talk freely with God. Exactly. Because it keeps us from moving forward. So, it keeps us from prospering as, we're, as God intends us to do. I mean, God made us to prosper. And he did tell us we'd have trouble in this world. He didn't promise us it would be easy, but he promised he'd be with us and that he would help us. And so we have to learn. Right. And we, yes, go ahead. The enemy is shame, the enemy is shame, guilt, energy. Yes. So once we release and find and know about it, then we can release it. As is said in many books, know your enemy. And we do have an enemy. It's not the government and the culture and everything else. That's, that's another story. Our enemy is shame, guilt, energy. Once we take that and know it and remove it from our lives, then we can live freely with God and our tuition, and we can heal. Shame, guilt, energy destroys our brain us living confusion it turns all our positive emotions to negative ones it turns our compassion to depression it keeps us from loving intuition to anxiety and it keeps us from it keeps loving us from loving because it covers it yes and it does but it has oh amy it only has one fault it dissolves in detection it just goes away like the Wizard of Oz. Right. Remember the Wizard of Oz? And, and here's the thing. Just the same way we, we decide what we allow affect us because we can do anything through Christ that strengthens us and he doesn't give us anything we can handle. We also choose what we want to believe. And if, if we believe we are above shame and guilt and that we can be forgiven and we can be redeemed and nobody's perfect as, as much as we try and as much as we're called to be, and that God's mercy is beyond our understanding and he's, his love is incredible. So it's, it's, it's yes. basically now, what another we thing read. That, yes. that we need to make friends with our inner critic. Our inner critic is not a bad person. We have to make friends with them because the inner critic is the voice of doubt and shame and guilt. So it's like having a friend that's only talking bad negative ones. We can't get rid of our inner critic. We can't shut him up. He's part of us. Like we can't cut off our arm because it's part of us. The inner critic part of us. But he's living in the time zone as when we're five years old. I'm 60, 70, 80 years old. We learned a lot. We're full of wisdom, so we have to talk to our inner critic, like I'm just talking to you, and say, can we change the narrative? We don't want to be controlled by shame and guilt. I want to talk to God, and right now my inner critic changed his job, 
and he goes around the world finding me podcasts like you, beautiful Amy, uh. instead of telling me I can't do anything. Well, you know, funny thing should be, I got so rid of those. Help. I got rid of those negative friends, and you know, as far as the negative critic, I call him pickpocket, and um, I just I refute him with God's word. I refute him with what I've learned from God and what He's taught me, and I tell him exactly. it doesn't matter. God loves me anyway. It doesn't matter if it's God wills. If it's God's will, so be it. And it doesn't matter because my life is in his hands. He's in control and I trust him. And it doesn't matter because God will provide. And so you just find ways to refute him. And so, he stays pretty quiet. If you receive well, he not, goes away. It, yeah, but you want his help. He's here to help you. Only he got, he got the dialogue from your culture and your mother and your father and the priest and the uncle and the bishop and everybody else. So you did it's like a child that lived in another place and didn't understand about God. So you have to teach the inner critic a different way. Then he becomes your friend. You don't want to get rid of him. You want to help him to help you because God gave him to be your helper. Well, but my, my inner critic, no inner critic helps you. me. I get my help from God. All my help I receive from God. The only one that can help me is God, and nobody has ever helped me as God has. Um, and at well, one point, there was no help for me. No one could help me, and only God was able to. So forget inner critic. Bye-bye, inner critic. I don't care. I could care less about you. The only thing that matters is God. Well, I think you're teaching the inner critic to be part of God. He's seeing your example, and so he will change because you have changed. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, that so inner critic has to bow down together. to God. That inner critic will bow down to God. <laughs> Trust me. Um, God is bigger. <laughs> of course. Of course. So if we consciously just say, I, if I feel guilty, say, that doesn't belong to me. I can feel different emotions. I can feel hope and love. Well, and joy. we're going into That's break, Lois. We're going into break, but when we return, we'll okay. talk about the importance of faith and prayer in removing shame and guilt. See you soon. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Sometimes it's hard to see what the future holds And most times it feels like a steep climb And that's alright, there's magic in details The tender, small gestures of love And the way they all add up When they ask why, I can never explain But a symphony played when you told me your name continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Hi again, and thanks for tuning in. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Eastern, that is, on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and on social media. Just look for God is The Cure, because He is. Also as a podcast, The Cure. Please check Amy's latest book, Inspired by the Holy Ghost, a compilation of the poems, the Christian poems that she writes, 
from the songs in the show. Beginning, middle, end is the song by Lea Nobel. No such thing as luck. It's blessings. God looks at the heart. Beginning to end, full of challenges. God had us at the start. The innocent and pure suffer. Grace contributes it for good. Like Jesus, often the broken hurt from being misunderstood. For the longest, viewed as an issue instead of a solution. Unable to grow, made mistakes, redeemed by absolution. Trials come, yet extremely blessed, should we be in grace. Indescribable joy, love like his, nothing can ever replace. Doesn't forget his inheritance, Jesus' blood is our guarantee. On our side, he guides and provides to assure we can be free. No longer destined a failure, the future belongs to our Lord. So much more to be explored, a desire for living restored. His presence, our greatest reward, living as Christ is a gain. Thirst for our living God, life in this world is how we train. People don't know until the flood came, it was too late. Win favor with God and struggle now, heaven's our fate. We are talking about guilt and shame with Lois Hollis, author of Now is the Times. Lois, before we went to break, I want—I think we have highlighted the importance of prayer and faith in removing shame, because that inner, what you call the inner critic, which I call pickpocket is an obstacle from us moving forward loving ourselves and loving others because we can't really truly love others until we learn to love ourselves and it keeps us from being our best version because we have a very bad idea of ourselves and it transfers into negative emotions but once getting to know God and once praying and growing close to God then your way of thinking changes and he gives you the strength that you need you're able to do anything your confidence comes back you no longer have the negative outlook on life but being that we have just one section left I wanted to you know, explore emotional intelligence and mental burnout and fear and hope that we can cover all three. You talk about emotional intelligence and how it can benefit us. Can you tell us about that? Well, we have emotional talent, intelligence, excuse me, and a physical body that's replicated by God. So yes, we are perfect in that aspect. And what takes us down is the shame guilt energy because it intersects with our brain emotionally through the energy pathways and it disrupts it the way a computer virus hurts our computer. Yes. So think of shame guilt as an energy that's corruptive and it corrupts our spirit, our love, our connection to God, our physical well-being, and our health. Yes, we need to take nutritional supplements and other things, but as long as we have this shame-guilt energy coming upon us by people talking to us and we're talking negative to ourselves, we continue the cycle of shame and guilt. 
Well, we have so to take care of our mental remedy, health as well, not just our physical health. Yes. Right, and the chain guilt energy is not a part of us, so that's what is important, the message I'm sending today, is that shame guilt energies are outside energy to us. It's not dictated by God. It's not dictated by the love of God. It colors our love of God. So we need to take it away from ourselves. And the book, Now is the Time, that I have on my website are readings from God that when we read them, it puts us in the frequency of love and takes us out of the frequency of shame, guilt, energy. Very and nice. sometimes people get so... Okay, so caught up in the way that the world thinks, instead they they get so caught up in the way that the world thinks instead of the way that God thinks. And you and made the, a very very and good they point. Can't get out of it. Yes, and you made a very good point. Yeah, and they God, can't get God, out of it. Yeah, you made a very good point. God made us perfect. It, it it perfectly as He wants us to be, which is why He says, "Be perfect like Me, like My Father is." And so we were meant for great and beautiful things and wonderful things, and we weren't meant to be destroyed by our hardships or our experiences in life because everyone goes through that. And we were made, meant to overcome it. And we were to overcome it by with God because he can help us overcome anything. And such as mental right. burnout. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes people cannot get out of the rut, me included. So reading these words are from God. I'm the secretary. God talks to me. That's the, that's the extent of it. I just take the dictation from God, and these words are placed a certain way that God has spoken, and I write them down, and it helps to elevate your emotional process, and it helps to liberate the shame and have more of a connection with God. So these, these pamphlets are free. You can download it from my website, and um, God has given me these words to give to you. And how about fear? Is it necessary at all? What's fear the best way to deal guilt. with it? Fear is shame. Oh, it's another fear form of shame. shame. And guilt. Okay. It, in the form of shame. Only people give it another name. They give depression a name. It's really shame guilt. They give oh. anxiety a name. It's shame guilt. Oh, so it um, all comes down to that. Self so everything, all negativity comes from shame guilt. So why would you not just want to talk about getting rid of shame, guilt, instead of anxiety and fear and depression and no confidence and bulimia and bullying? It's all shame, guilt, energy. So God made it simple. Don't entertain shame, guilt. Read the holy words that he gives you. Right, because if negative thoughts come into your mind, that's called the temptation. We can choose to entertain it or not, or and we can not entertain it, actually um, resist it and refute it with God's word and the promises that he made us, which have always come true. At least we see it in the Bible, and we see it amongst each other in our environment, the lives of people that he's changed, the miracles that we've experienced. And there's, there's just no reason to believe the enemy over God, who's always been there for us. The enemy's not our friend. God is and of our course, everything. Sometimes you can't get there. Sometimes the, the um, negativity is so powerful that if you start reading these words that God has given me, there, and I have more available other than the pamphlet, so people can just 
email me and I will send them more words. I have about a thousand pages that need to be compiled into a book. But the sample copy is on the website. I know about the negativity that to, that's too strong to get there, that I wouldn't even look for the word. I wouldn't even read the word. I wouldn't even open the book. I wouldn't even know what to do. But I need to pray. I need to pray no matter how I was feeling. I need to pray if I was depressed, if I was crying, if I was upset. I need to pray and pray and pray. And I knew that eventually something would have to give. That if I keep praying and I keep asking God for help, that He will lead me in the right direction, yeah. that He will execute righteous acts, that He will guide me and give me wisdom. And so, so long as I tried my best and I prayed and I did at least try to live the right life and stop the bad ways that I was living, then God made things possible. He opened new doors. He opened new horizons. He showed me the truth. He gave me my confidence in my life back. He restored my joy, my happiness, and my peace. And so once, it, but it had to start with prayer. That's how it was for me. These words are a prayer. These words are a prayer. And everyone is different. We're all individuals. And every journey is different. We, every journey is different. And um, I thank you for this opportunity to speak today so that people will know that there are ways that we can talk to God. If we can't talk to God, we can pray to God. And we can also use these words that God has given me as prayer to help us out of the dungeon of not feeling good enough. Yes, because the enemy is the prince of darkness and all dark thoughts and all dark beliefs. And so God is light and hope, the truth and the way. Yeah, so the show. it's an easy choice, guys, really. <laughs> Just turn to God. He well, will not for let some you people, you were you really get into a hole and they're not able to see it. So that's why I um, suggest people have like a buddy, like you, you know, I and another person would become buddies when I can't get well, out of yeah, the same yeah, hole. I know about me. that hole, but you know, prayer, God will put the right person in your path, in your life that will talk to you and help you. So he'll do, he'll exactly, make something happen. Exactly. He'll make what you need so, so. to help you. But we're done with the show, guys. And it was lovely having you, Lois. Thank you so much for being with us in the show. And it, it was great. And so for, thank you, Lois. And God bless you. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for um, helping to spread God's beautiful word. Thank you. Um, for more information on Lois Hollis and her work can be found on our website, GodIsTheCure.com, under guests. And as always, we will finish with a prayer. Father God, I thank you that you have given your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for all my sins, past, present, and future. Father, I draw near to you with a sincere heart in confidence, believing I have been cleansed from a guilty conscience. My challenges make me feel as, I, as if I'm wearing a cloak of shame, guilt, and condemnation. But I choose to put on your royal robe of righteousness as I place my trust in you. Knowing that I am your child, I praise you. I will never be condemned or put, or put to shame. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, everyone, for having us. And thank you for being with us. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Please check out our podcast, The Cure, with Amy Cabo, or The Cure. Thank you to our listeners. And until next Sunday, much love 
give it your best, be true in every situation, don't lose hope, Thank you for and listening keep the faith. To the with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcasts of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.